Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. I wonder whether or not you watched the Rings of Rings of Power trailer. And and I, I knew the answer to the question, but I figured I'd ask it anyway. <laughs> okay, I swear. I When I pulled up the rundown earlier to do the summary... Yeah. I saw it on the list, and I told myself I I still need to watch that. And then as soon as we started talking during the pre-show, I'm looking at the rundown. I'm like, oh crap, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and I have nothing against Lord of the Rings. I've I yeah. don't. I am, however, this is post Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones prequel. It's yeah. coming, and yep. so. I I don't know. It, like to me, these are going to be very similar shows, and I have an allegiance already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I I did watch the trailer today. It it dropped, and yeah, I really, you know, I really I really like this. I think it. Um, the more I see of it, the 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 more I'm warming to it, and I, and I you know I was, you know, clearly it, it's a set you know it's in the second age of middle earth before all the things in the hobbit and and of course the lord of the rings itself and and you know it 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 definitely leans into some of the peter jackson stuff but but it's clearly show you know establishing their own like vibe and themes with this story that they're telling and you know visuals were like i was like all right tv budget good special effects it, it looks very competent and you know amazon is really putting a lot into this thing because i think they're like already committed to like what five years for the series so um yeah i'm looking i'm actually this is one of those ones i'm looking forward to and i know i will i will join you on the your, your game of thrones prequel ride as well you hear that everyone we're doing game of thrones prequel <laughs> yes. yep we are <laughs> <laughs> that should be fun and and i mean We'll probably end up doing some of that. I don't know. Um, yeah. It all depends on what's what's really grabbing our attention and when things are dropping because there's going to be um, a bunch of stuff coming yeah. end of August, early September. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what the last year has been. Like, like lows and highs of, con- cons- of content. Um, so... Definitely. Anyways, on that note, um, we do have some news to cover before we get into the finales that everyone has been talking about for the last week. Um, first is Emmy nominations, um, which I looked at earlier today, and I, I keep hearing all of these snub, 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 snub. I'm like, okay, but Succession like is nominated five billion times in every category, yeah. so I think they got it right. <laughs> <laughs> not biased at all right no but you're i just i found it really funny going through the nominations and i feel as though half of their cast is nominated in the best actor category alone yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like there were other shows that own between june 1 of 2021 and may 20- 30 of uh <laughs> absolutely that's why yeah. you have squid games on the list and yeah. squid games, i have a feeling they're gonna get most of the awards i don't think succession will i actually have a feeling that it's gonna go to squid games 
Yeah, I think Squid Games. Yeah, so yeah, I was just looking at a chart. So like, Succession had twenty five mm-hmm. nominations. Ted Lasso and The White Lotus are both tied at twenty. Mm-hmm. Squid Game had fourteen. Yeah, and some of those are in the acting categories as well, as well as best drama. So yeah, but I think uh, I think Squid Game definitely will probably win best drama. I mean, it, you know, obviously it was a history making nomination with the international first, I guess, international show um, mm-hmm. nominated. And so, and, 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 you know, I still, I haven't finished Squid Game. We've got about halfway through it. it it's just because it's this, I, I mean, it's nothing bad about it. It's just, I, I just haven't finished it, but just like Ozark, but it's, I really, but I did enjoy it. And it, it definitely, it definitely won't, was one of those shows that uh, definitely captured the moment. Sort of reminds me a lot, for example, of, of Stranger Things, which also got a few nominations, but none in the acting categories. So Squid Games, I did watch. Um, I watched it with a friend who never wanted to watch anything with me again because I did not like it. I am one of the very few people who actually <laughs> did not like the show. I mm-hmm. felt like it um, telecasted a lot of its um story points and i have i don't that sees that season if you break it down like the further you get the more it's just like okay i see what's going on here why are we i i don't it it just it didn't hit the way it was supposed to i i never cried and and i say that because there is one episode where you're really supposed to by the end of it supposed to be crying and yeah I I was not at all. Um, that being said, I understand why it's nominated. I also understand why people, so many people watched it. Um, if I had my pick of foreign television shows, Vincenzo should have been on here because I love that show. And that is a yeah. drama. Vincenzo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you, you. I know we've talked about it. Uh, bef- and uh, you had very, very positive things to say about it. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and, to, and to your point with that, with shows that should have been nominated, I think that's the thing. Just looking at the list, I mean, basically the vote, the nominators all just kind of got locked in on just very familiar things on streaming services. I mean, it's just like when you look at it, it's just you go down the list and it's you know Succession, Ted Lasso, Marvelous Miss Maisel, Euphoria. I mean, it's just like um severance i mean it's just like on and on you know just and and, and also repeated actors in the same category right. it's just like you know it's like the shows cannibalize themselves with actors being multiple actors being nominated for within the same category so it's sort of like okay y'all i mean i know there's a lot of content out there but you know there's a, a quite a few things that probably should have gotten a sniff of a nomination beyond just the technical categories like our, like our MCU shows, for example, that, um, you know, maybe should have gotten some breakthrough on some of the, and some of the active categories, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But also, yeah. But I mean, but you know, but streaming, streaming services are basically like have taken over the world. Cause I think as far as this regular network television, like this is us, for example, and blackish and others nowhere to be found. Well, this is us just didn't have a good season. Like yeah. as a fan and mm-hmm. avid watcher of that show, it the the last season it it just it it, it I liked it, 
-hmm. I wasn't in love with it. It didn't, they didn't have some very, how do I put it? Dynamic points Mm. that it had in previous seasons. Um, And, and I mean, I think it's, I think it's harder with the Emmys where you have these TV shows with these ensemble casts and it's, you're only limited to so many nominations, but it's hard when you're, you're looking performance comparatively and it just so happens maybe all of the best performances were in one show. Like, um, and for a moment I thought Kieran, Kieran McCulkin wasn't, um, Kieran Culkin wasn't nominated for best, best actor. And I was like, wait, wait a second. Oh no, he's there. Okay. Thank God. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. He's there. I mean, Jeremy Strong might win it or somebody else. I don't know. But, um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's hard. And I also, when you say familiar streaming services, Severance, this was its first year. So that show, yeah. it's getting accolades. It probably yeah. should have gotten more. Um, but And maybe that's what you were getting at. And then Euphoria, that season too. Damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's just yeah. I mean, yeah, but but you know, but but there's also like things like Yellowstone that are, that also has a lot of buzz that was just kind of was shut out, you know. So it's right. kind of like you know, right. so so that's that's what I'm about the familiar. I mean, there's a lot of buzzworthy shows out there that probably had a lot of strong performances that, but people just went went with the familiar things. I know Severance was the exception there, given that it is the first season, but like Succession, you know, HBO basically is like it's HBO's world and everybody else just has to like, you know, get whatever little crumbs they can get. Same thing because, yeah. you know, but well, it's after each, you know, sev- after Succession and Euphoria, um, you know, it's like, okay. We own this city. Yep. It, which didn't get anything. <laughs> it, again, another show that really. Well, should... it, was it eligible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, did it was get... eligible. Okay. Yeah. Emmys yeah. do better. Nope. But yeah. you know, I've had a problem with Emmys ever since they nominated Millie Bobby Raub, so I've had my issues with it. And and I hear <laughs> what you're saying. I don't know if I fully agree, but um but yeah, I think we've given Emmys enough talk. Yeah, let's move on. Um, what else? Alden Ehrenreich has joined the cast of the MCU show Ironheart. So is that coming out next year? I believe next year, yes. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, and, and don't know what the role is. All, all, all we know, according to the story I read, I think in Deadline was that uh, he is, is apparently a, a key role, but beyond that, uh, Marvel hasn't made any comment. Yeah, he's just looking for his redemption. So yeah, yeah. he gets yeah, cast more ever since Solo. Um, Hale, and also in MCU news, Haley Steinfeld. We, I feel like we already knew this, but. It's been yeah. returning for several Marvel projects. Yep, yep. I know we got yeah, so maybe she'll show up in Echo and and some other things as well. Um, Russo brothers have talked about Secret Wars. They were doing the premiere of the the Gray Man that's premiering on Netflix, and they were asked about would they come back to to Secret Wars as their dream Marvel project, and they're like, well. We would, but it would be a massive undertaking if we did it because it's just so, you know, that's such a seminal work in the Marvel comic universe that uh, they just felt that it would be, you know, it would be 
Um, hard to make, you know, and obviously it, 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 the stakes of it trying to, you know, top in game and affinity war would also just add to it. So, but, you know, Kevin Feige keeps teasing things for, for Comic Con. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some news in the next, next week or so. We shall we'll, see. We'll get we'll get some MCU n- news um, definitely. Yeah. Um, speaking about MC, this is just all MCU. In case anybody is noticing the theme, there was a Reddit post about Fantastic Four. <laughs> it was the, like an article. It was an article, but it was based off a Reddit post. So yeah, so the um, the what it was about was whether or not John Krasinski was coming back to play. Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie, and, and there were other rumors as well uh, in this supposed alleged leak about the things that are upcoming in the MCU. Um, one Is that was where the whole Penn Badgley casting came from. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I see so, the headlines from these Reddit posts. I just don't necessarily sit down and read the article, but in my opinion, they killed that character. And in, in, um, I was just about to say WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been one, WandaVision Part 2. <laughs> um, Sorcerer Supreme. But they they killed that character. And from what I, I've also heard is that Feige may, had John do that cameo purposely as like saying, okay, this is what the fans want. So we're going to show it to them. But mm-hmm. not necessarily long term have it be. Mm-hmm. So from that perspective, and I think we even talked about that during our spoiler review of yeah. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, is that if they recast that character, like n- no harm, no foul, because yeah. we we've already seen that character in one universe and honestly, not the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it, real easily. Yeah, true, true, and 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 part of that could just be the way that Reed Richards was just written for that cameo, and right, absolutely. So, so you know, there, uh, in addition to Reed Richards, and of course, Ben Badgley being uh, one of the top choices for for Reed, um, it also tossed several names around for um, uh, Fantastic Four, including Melissa Benoist. Uh, Callum McGuffey, Natalie Dyer from, of course, you know, from Stranger Things, Jaheel Jerome, uh, and a couple others as well. So, you know, of course, this all of this could just be, you know, normally I don't put this like rumor kind of stuff on here, but it, it just seemed pretty fascinating given that we just had such Marvel talk and 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 we're on the hills of of Comic Con, so maybe we'll get some confirmation or flat out like this is bullshit you know in 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 the next week when the marvel shows up but i guess a week from saturday feige is going to confirm what he wants and what he can confirm he's never really given a lot of bullshit there's been very there's been far fewer delays with promises um about projects MCU related than there has been with DC projects. Yeah, so. true, true. Yeah, and also, I mean, they're going to obviously hold some things back too because they, they do have their D twenty three event coming up in September as well. So, 
So even if we don't get like all, you know, we, I'm sure we'll get some amazing news a week from Saturday, but at the same time, we'll probably also get, uh, you know, a whole heck of a lot more whenever they have their in-house event in September. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and last but not least, Daniel Kule is not returning for Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2, they're, this movie needs to come out. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's been so much around it, and yeah. and um, I, I just I feel like we're gonna get a point with this movie, but that by the time the movie actually drops, there's gonna be so many theories, so many, so much speculation that I wonder if. Um, if it's going to have a hard time with expectations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Daniel, Daniel Clue's issue was not, so he, it was a scheduling conflict because, because, yeah. because of all the issues with, with yep. this film, uh, you know, he, uh, it conflicted with Nope. So, um, so that's really what it boiled down to with him, but you're right. I agree with you that there's just been so much. And, and I guess the, I guess the, weight of Chadwick's untimely passing, uh, you know, how much is that's going to overshadow anything that's done with this film as far as just the fans' expectations and and the fact that they're, you know, chose not to recast T'Challa. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's going to definitely... That's going to definitely be a part of the conversation it's never going to be separated from that conversation with any movie of that friend in that franchise moving forward um yeah. but yeah no that's what it is um and so that wraps up the news category and so on that note we get to talk about the boys season three finale it's over people it season is has ended it came and now it's gone I know, I know. It's going to be weird not uh, not tuning into the boys on my on, on Friday evening. <laughs> or, or yeah, I. What do you think about the finale? So I'm I'm kind of with a lot of people about the finale, or from what I hear, share a lot of sentiments about the finale, where it it felt really quick. And there were things that were seemed a bit rushed. Um, I think it tied up all of the loose ends. Um, and I, I really appreciate how the season was so much about or started with, with um, Ryan and Butcher and like this, this father son thing going on. And then Homelander is without family and that's all he's ever wanted and and then to see that journey and and have have him confronted by his own family and rejected by his blood but then Ryan's there who who is a kid and who just sees like the the in-place father abandon him and so then and the the biological father return and be nice it's it's mm -hmm. It, it's natural for a kid to be like, oh, well, he loves me, so I'm going to go with him because you just rejected me. So I like how 
Ryan was used in a way where we saw him at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then there, there was enough time to not necessarily forget about him, but kind of not have him in your line of sight. And then this episode happens and you're like, okay, all right. So father son team next year. But I do think that the longer the show goes on, and I think we touched on this last week is this like how many seasons of the boys versus Homelander can there be? Yeah. Reality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, um, I think the writers do each, each season, they do figure out a way to, to raise the bar even higher. Mm hmm. And I, so I, I, you know, I, I know their writers' room and Eric Kripke is up to the challenge, but there's only so there's only this 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 you know this like you said like you said last week beautifully, you can only get back to the status quo so many times because I mean that's basically what has happened now the last now three seasons you know we have these moments we were trying to in Homelander and then at the end. We're back at the status quo of Homelander and the boys have a big showdown for whatever reason. And then Homelander walks off, Butcher goes off. And then, you know, now we got, I mean, you know, some of the new things that we have to play with for next season is, of course, Butcher getting his prognosis of a year to 18 months as far as, you know, his, his life expectancy now due to taking the compound. Attempt B, uh, you know, there's, you know, now Homelander has gone full, full, like, you know, I can, I can do whatever the heck I want and just publicly be open about, you know, the proverbial thing, not to get political, but, you know, there was always, you know, they, they did go there with like a, a very notable public figure killing someone in the middle of Times Square and can get away with it. They did. They went there. And yeah. there's and so there there is you know so they are, they did advance some things to to carry the the story story forward for you know to set up things for next year and I agree with you I mean I did love the way they hold they, they did this whole father son dynamic with all with butcher Homelander and Soldier Boy uh, throughout and they built it, you know sprinkled it throughout the season so that when when we got to that moment in vault towers and you had homelander and soldier boy standing there and i mean i i when i was watching that real time i really did not know how that was all going to go down i I, oh i knew i knew the moment homelander started crying i was like oh god he's gonna hate that ryan get out get out now (laughs) (laughs) like like um soldier boy they really did a good job especially in the previous episode of just explaining via cartoons how how much of an asshole soldier boy is yeah um so the moment that homelander started crying i was like nah he's gonna he's gonna reject you this is this is not there might have been hope but I, I, he but Homelander was way too vulnerable vulnerable um in that moment like he he doesn't he doesn't know him like biologically that's his father but he doesn't know his father and the personality so yeah yeah 
I, I understand that. But to go back to your point about the status quo, I completely agree that, again, we're kind of, but what I do admire about this writer's room is that even though they reset the game, they always, they, they definitely, and I think more so this season finale than in past season finales, they've definitely put some people in some interesting places because Annie, she, um, she this season went on, I think, the most complete journey yeah. where by the end of it, she throws out her costume and she's yeah. like, fuck it, I, I am powerful and I'm just going to be me and they're going to like me. Um, and, and so now that she not only is not part of the seven, but she is embracing this idea of being on the boys, I think that'll set up an interesting dynamic next season. Um, and then we, Maeve, man, I always loved Maeve and I was so worried that they were going to kill her. And then of course, when she turned out to be alive, I was mad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because you you should you should exp- in in shows like these you should be fearful of them killing your character that you're like one of your favorite characters off yeah. that shows that there are stakes but when they don't fully commit it makes me question things as much as I'm like yes that means that they're still a player right. um albeit she doesn't have her powers she has one eye She's like retired from the game um, at this point. So I, I, I like how she wasn't seen a whole lot this season, but every time they did use her, it was mm-hmm. leading up to this mass, which I wasn't expecting. I was definitely expecting Homelander, Butcher, Soldier Boy, but I was not expecting Homelander versus Maeve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was, oh yeah that 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 fight. She, you know, because again, she she knows some of his vulnerabilities, and and she called him. You know, because to your point about Homelander showing vulnerability emotionally, mm-hmm. she took advantage of that in the situation. To, you, it just you you felt like you were watching. Not necessarily an even playing field, but as even as you could get, because I not only was I not expecting it, but they they managed to act it out in a way where it completely overshadowed the other fight that had more players and and soldier boy. But in reality, we've kind of we've already seen that fight. And. And I just, I mean, there's there's emotional stakes because you know the history. You know how much Homelander has put her through. Yeah. Even to the point where there's a whole, like, decades worth of history that we haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, and, 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 and speaking to that vulnerability, she, you know, we, I think back to the moment in, in the cell where yeah, exactly. she was like, oh, is that concealer? Is it, mm-hmm. and, and, and then and then how she left, you know, left things with like, you know, this is the what top three moments in my life. Seeing you, mm-hmm. yeah. And so she went into that fight, you know, whatever she like, you know, basically when she tossed the uh, po- the poison compound that that Frenchie had for the uh, for for Soldier Boy, 
I mean, she she was pretty much she knew what she was going what was going to go down when they went to Ball Tower. She heard, she she had she's like, yeah, y'all think y'all have this thing planned, but no, home, Homelander's mine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and she went for it, and man, she was she was so close. Um, yeah. But but see again, I like how. Due to other things, they, the writers do a good job of writing themselves into these corners and then writing themselves out in a sense to the in a way that makes sense. That mm-hmm. doesn't come out of nowhere. Um, given given what we know about each character and the relationships yeah. um, that are at play. So um, th- there was there was that as well as um forget who else I was going to mention, yeah. but yeah, then we last, also yeah. have to um, make the play, make a, make a, some, take some political steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Newman. Yeah. She, yeah. So the, it, it, that's another thing too, because, uh, you know, they set the stage for, for that when she and Homelander made their deal and, mm-hmm. and we never knew what was, you know, we knew, you know, mm-hmm. Homelander got the address for, for Ryan. Right. But we never knew what the other part of it was. So whenever, you know, again, you know, with the moment where Deep and A-Train and Ashley are mm-hmm. there and, you know, Homelander's like whispers to Deep, but Deep's like, that's treason. But then, but Deep is just such, such a sick, you know, such a Homelander sycophant <laughs> and won't accept it just as just as much as Homelander does, he, you know, he goes out and, and, and kills the the Senator, you know? Well, and I think that's, that's what is interesting about the relationship of the seven themselves is that yeah. Homelander talked, talks about how their family, they're the seven um, and, and all of them want acceptance because none of them, I mean, a train gets rejected by his brother this episode Um, the deep got wife is now on a book tour called into deep. (laughs) All of it is like the, these character, these villains, and we've spoken about this before is that the, these villains, these, these characters, you were not supposed to like over the course of three seasons, even Homelander, to an extent, you, there's this, because they are in such desperation to be accepted and to be loved, mm-hmm. you, we view that as, as, as being empathetic to their cause. And to, yeah. because as people in general, that's all we want. We just want acceptance. Yeah. And yeah. so, so like, it just amazes me how, how much, if you take that scene it's like the family meeting from hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the boy yeah. style. <laughs> it's like Homelander is like the the narcissistic parent that like, right. yeah. And with these, you know, and and then you have these four kids who would do anything for that acceptance, with right. the, for that narcissistic parent. And and next season we're gonna see the the real kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what happens with him, but. I don't know. It's just as like I said before, this season, this episode in particular, didn't hit as much as the 
previous two, but those previous two episodes, it's hard act to follow. Yeah. Um, however, I think in terms of concluding everything it set up this season, it, it made a lot of sense. It did. It did. I mean, you know, oh, one other thing I thought about when we were talking about Maeve and, and how they sort of set the stage for like several things. Um, because, you know, since they did not kill her and and we saw what happened with Soldier Boy and Kamiko earlier in the season, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, and then putting Soldier Boy back on ice. Right. Uh, you know, I, I see a potential way of bringing, you know, Maeve getting her powers back. Mm, good call. Good call. Good call. Uh, In, so. It's, yes, you don't want the powers, but the moment you have them, you're infinitely more vulnerable mm-hmm. to everything. Um, and so that that's a very good call. Um, last but not least, they did kill, quote unquote, one character, Black Noir. Yeah. Now well, I say quote unquote because yeah. this is Eric Kipty. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's already- and and I watched a little like summary re- episode review with him, mm-hmm. um, Jensen, um, and and others from the cast, and they even said Eric has a way of writing character, killing characters, but leaving the door open for them to come back. And we have seen, if I'm not mistaken, Black Noir get killed once. In this series already. Yep. So. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I thought about that with the almonds. Because um, you know, whenever they had the. Oh, black I wasn't eggs, even it, thinking the almonds. Yeah, but I, well, that was the one I was thinking of. I, I mean, I know you're. I'm sure, I know you were thinking about another one, but I was thinking about like that moment too, because I remember like was it season one or two where he had the. Two. Yeah. The pro. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, yeah, and, and whenever you know, whenever he and uh, it was Annie. Edgar, yeah, yeah, but yeah, well, Annie, yeah, but whenever he had the flashback conversation with Stan Edgar when they were they were younger, and Stan was standing there eating the almonds, right? And uh, so I thought about yeah, so I thought about that moment with with uh, Black Noir, and then like you said, there is the I guess when the house blew up, <laughs> to yeah, yeah, yeah I, it's. He's like, I mean, they did so much work with Mm -hmm. him and just given the situation, it makes all, again, I keep repeating myself, but I'm sorry. It's just this season finale, this episode makes sense. Yeah. There's nothing that the characters did that I was like, well, where did that come from? Right, right. (laughs) Huh. Yeah. But so it's just um, to kill him, even though I loved him. And I still love him, and I hope to see him again, even though I don't want him to see him again. (laughs) (laughs) It's very hard with these shows because, like I said, that's the intention. It's a good thing to be worried that your character, the character you like the most, is going to die. It's not a bad thing, but it, it does become a bad thing when they keep surviving 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 and then you're like okay so what are we really doing here yeah <laughs> when's the last time homelander killed someone that we yeah. heard about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now there have been a few yeah. players who have who, who have once they've gone to the great beyond they have remained in the great beyond yeah but but Absolutely. uh yeah but with these core with these core characters and to your point that we were discussing last week and yeah thinking about it more as we talk about it tonight 
you know, they've done such a, they've made all these characters such three-dimensional individuals mm-hmm. that, um, you know, whether they're quote-unquote heroes, like with the boys or the villains with the seven, there's all these sympathetic touches. I mean, like the moments with Homelander and, you know, with, with Ryan and, and, you know, and that whole thing where he's one of the acceptance. And, I, and that's why I was like, you know, because the way they set up this with, with Soldier Boy and, and, and the disappointment of his father, I was like, well, maybe, I mean, I see, I, 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 I see what you meant by like, yeah, you weren't, you weren't surprised. But for me, I was surprised a bit because I was like, well, maybe they'll, maybe they'll play a little different this time that, but you're, but you're right. I mean, that, that soldier boy will have some sympathy for, for Homelander and be, be, you know, be the good father, but you're right. But, but you're right. At the end of the day, I mean, soldier boy is just, you know, was such an asshole. He, he was all about himself. And that's, you know, so when he said you're such an effing disappointment, then, you know, that's, that, that's staying in tune with who we have gotten to know as soldier boy. And, right. and, 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 and just, but like, and the same with like butcher and, and pushing, Ryan away at the beginning of the of the season, and you know, and, and we, you know, and we, you know, I loved how they tie all these things together because, like, you know, because Butcher and, and, and his relationship with Lenny and 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 Huey, which, you know, at least he did right by Huey in the Butcher way that he knows how to do it, and just by knocking him out so he wouldn't take the V again because of what right. Annie told him, but you know, but it's consistent with Butcher. Yeah. And, so I mean, and that's that's I mean I think that's what's so great about these characters, and to your point, why we why we do get latched onto them, and even you know, and if we think they're dead, we're just like maybe there's a glimmer of hope that one of our favorites will come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. It's yeah. um the the boys the the show continues to do everything you want a show to do. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's why we keep watching it, not because of the outrageous stuff that occurs, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, because there's something about every single character where you're just yeah. like, I get you. I yeah. see it. Interesting. I, I like this game of chess that's going on. I don't know how long the game of chess can go, but so far I'm holding on. But yeah. Um, yeah. And knowing Kripke, he's looking at the magical five season. Yeah. I think I read somewhere, and maybe yeah. we talked about this, that he was mm-hmm. he was planning five seasons. Yeah, he yeah. he likes that number he, yeah. for any TV show. Yeah. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Amazon milks it for all it is, considering well, Supernatural went on for fifteen seasons. Yeah. That, that's that's why they have the spinoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever they come out. Yep. Um, all right. On that note, we will wrap up the boys and move on to Miss Marvel season finale. Yeah. Um, another solid finish. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any complaints about the way this show ended. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think looking back on it, um, it had some pacing issues and it almost feels like it told two different well, not totally two different stories, but it, it felt like there was definitely an A and B plot. Yeah. <laughs> and and there there was this necessary but kind of unnecessary trip to Pakistan that occurred. Mm-hmm. 
that made you forget about a lot of, well, not a lot, but a few things that were going on in Jersey. And so this episode, when we come back to Jersey, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, there's this whole other character, all of this stuff going on here. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had that same feeling because, and I was, I was talking to my wife this even before we recorded, she 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 watched it and um, the finale today, and I was like, yeah, the finale, you know, because I I really after episodes four and five, I mean, I know we talked about this, you know, I know you had issues with like the you know suspension of disbelief. You could just like jump on a plane and go to Pakistan. <laughs> it was like, really hard, really hard yeah. to get over that. <laughs> yeah, and and some of the other beats when they were there, and then of course episode five felt like it was like truly two episodes and two different stories in like one episode and and there were some and uh, there were some things with episode five especially the back half of it when they got back to present day (laughs) yeah and Kamran and present day when they opened the veil that I definitely had some problems with I thought was just like completely rushed and you know, you send, you know, up to this point, you talk about piercing the bell and having like universe ending consequences. And then, and then when it does happen, it's just like, oh, it just like basically Raiders of the Lost Ark, these people. And then, and, and, and Namja like sends her Noor to, to Kamran and, and, and every, you know, and then she gets Raiders of the Lost Stark as well. So it's kind of like, okay, I felt like we had, the writers' rooms didn't weren't talking to each each other when they were like constructing the season <laughs> or something. I don't know. Right. It it definitely you're introduced to all of the the stories about Kamala and mm-hmm. her yeah. and this bangle and and maybe that's where it felt like there were two stories because there's Kamala and her family mm-hmm. and then there's the bangle story which yeah. is entrenched in um, Kamala's lineage, but you're, it, it, it feels, it feels like they, they were going along with Kamala figuring out the powers and um, the dynamics with her family and her friends and everything and damage control. But because her powers at the moment are tied up in this bangle, we have to do a history lesson. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And and then on top of a history lesson, we have to have a science a fantasy lesson because this is a superhero show. So so yes, there's history, but buried beneath that history, there's also a lot of this exposition about these these clandestines and the noir yeah. and all of this stuff that that we probably will use and make deeper Marvel connections, but not at this moment. But it's important yeah. you know it even though we're stopping the current story to tell you this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Um, and I completely agree that like, there's something about it, which it just, it didn't feel as cohesive yeah. as it could have been. And I honestly feel like this season should have, could have just used more episodes. Oh, totally. But I know Disney's locked into that six, but you know, cause I was thinking, I thought about episode five and the, and the story with, with her her great grandparents mm-hmm. and and you know i you know I, 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 part of me was just like you know 
I kind of wish when Yusuf was talking about that story in earlier episodes, they cut to it then and 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 maybe flesh it out at at, at that point, just the love story and, and all that. Um, you know, as far as the partition, I mean, because because I, I almost feel like that you know they the the, the story in episode five having the having it the past and the present kind of rushed really undercut that story um and then you know then of course there was you know er, and then you know and then basically like kamala like figuring out you know had the harry potter time travel rules where you know it was predestined to like set this path forward and which you know Part of me was just like, oh gosh, you know, the Marvel MCU Loki rules of time travel and stuff. I started, my head started to hurt trying to like figure out how they did it. And then finally, I was just like, you know, okay, they just went to Harry Potter rules of time travel and that she was predestined to like go back and set things in motion to have Sana find her dad during the at the train station i mean that's basically all it was and then when you fast forward to the finale and you see you know you learn that she is a mutant that you know the finale like basically cleaned up a lot of the just the messiness of of episodes four and five Mm -hmm. by bringing it back to jersey and pulling all these various things together and i and i think and, I, and and so the one thing I will say that I did like is that they did wrap up the whole clandestine stuff in episode five so that when we got to six, it was all about Kamala. It was all about the community. All the things I loved about the first two episodes setting this whole story up were, were present in this episode and right. in the finale. And I right. think that was where this finale actually stuck the landing better than the other Disney Plus shows, in my opinion, to date. I I think it depends on I I agree that I think it's one of the better finales. Um and so in that point, I guess sticking the landing, yes. I do I however yeah, so if we're just talking about this in terms of it like the episode alone and this mm-hmm. finale, this is one of the better episodes of the season. Um, and comparatively to the other shows, it's one of the better finales mm-hmm. um, because it definitely did bring everything back to the heart of the show, mm-hmm. um, which included her finally getting her costume from her mother and yep. then the fact that her father names her literally. Yeah. Which that scene, um, that scene out of everything, and maybe it's just because I'm a sucker for father-daughter moments, mm-hmm. but in particular, I really liked it really jumped out because I, I, I don't know if I missed it, but I just feel like there was so much focus and rightfully so on the mother-daughter dynamic that I don't think we saw a lot of him throughout the season and really understood what her relationship was like with her father. Yeah. Um, but when they used it, they used it really well. Cause that's one of my favorite scenes and probably the whole show so far. Um, yeah. as well as her brother even showing up at the end and being like, I'm here to babysit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, and her brother, I think he needs to be used more too, because even that small bit with, 
Carmen, Car- um, Cameron about yeah. talking about like, do you even like British Bake Off? Like yeah. I, I was like, okay, I see you, I see you. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. do a little bit more of this guy. <laughs> I yeah, I like. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you with the the, the moment there um, with uh, with her father. I mean that 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 any if I mean that really is a testament to this the, the strength of this cast. I mean the, overall. There were so many moments that I think they delivered that family bonding and that family uh, dynamic so beautifully. And, and 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 you're right. I mean, that's definitely one of those moments that will will, will stand out with, as far as them on the on the roof and talking about that. And, he, and even like even when we think back into the earlier episodes, see like with, with the whole adventure con, and he was like trying to relate, you know, just like a parent tries to do, and like. You know, Daddy Hulk and Baby Hulk. You know, it's just like right. it could have been cringe, but it worked. And I think that's that. And 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 I think that that was what was missing for me in the, in those middle episodes uh, right. when they went off to Pakistan because they I just it, that that dynamic was just so what was so great about this story. And so when they brought up, you know, and, and whenever I was watching the finale, I just smiled whenever they had, when we start out and they're, and she's talking to, you know, ha, you know, sharing the news and I'm a superhero. And I'm they're like, girl. I'm light girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm light girl. I'm light girl. And then, you know, he's like, really, you know, and obviously, you know, I'll already like gossiped about it. And, and I couldn't help but laugh about the speakerphone. Cause my mom does that too. She like, always has her phone on speakerphone and and and, and those you know and, and and those are the elements i think that make this show work it's just okay. the humanity of it and you know when you, when you think about what we typically see our our you know the, the peter parkers of the world and others and the clark kents i mean they they they're orphans they're, or they had they had tragedy and and this family is all you know there there was the tragedy of the partition but, but you know, but that's not Kamala's. That's not Kamala's. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, I, it's, it's her history, but but it's not driving what is making her become Miss Marvel. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. No, I just paused because I just had to think about that because maybe, and and I I think I've said this on another, on another show is that I'm always I'm thinking about Stargirl right now. It's like. <laughs> Nothing bad happens to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's and right. I, I hope I don't end up feeling that way about Kamala. But you're you're right, is that there's something endearing and refreshing about Kamala and the fact that she has this very supportive family to the point where now they all know. Yeah. And they all love her and are supporting her, even though they're cautiously supporting. And I think yeah. that just signifies like the next chapter, it's going to be well. Now we have a superhero who's yeah. also a teenage girl. How do we raise her? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and and that'll that'll be interesting. Um, it's it's funny because when you when you bring up Peter Parker, even in this finale, there's something so much about the show that reminds me of Homecoming. Yes, specifically yes. Homecoming. I I think maybe again that's why the middle two episodes and the threat didn't work is because Kamala, although she is Miss Marvel and has this amazing ability, 
she's she's like Peter Parker. She's she's a small town neighborhood superhero. Yes. She's not ready for the big stuff, people. Yeah. She's not. <laughs> and, and I and it's and it's not me just just because she's a kid. It's just because they there's something about her and her journey that she's on where I think if you get too far out there, um, the, the, um, earnestness about her gets washed away. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see her in the, the Marvels. Um, and we got a little tease of that. Um, some switching of places happen and some freaky Friday stuff happening and we'll see what that's all about. Um, and will in, entail, but um, yeah, yeah, I I think yeah. overall this was a solid show. I think yeah. it had probably the best, if not one of the best ensembles. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, I think, and that's what the finale really reminded me about is that we spent a few episodes creating this world um, of not only her family but her extended non-related family um and really fleshing out that that world so when the threat came everyone was on the same side and united against it whether they knew light girl was kamala or not and um yeah i think yeah that's another that's another thing too that like speaking to your point about spider-man and that community uh and you know and that's that neighborhood level based hero because yeah, I mean the you know because we had early on in the season, and that's and they did that great connection between the the you know the the rogue agent from the damage control uh, and her you know, insensitivities and the profiling that they were doing as far as keeping the mosque under surveillance and I love how they were like oh yeah you know so she walked in they all had their IDs and stuff and 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 again just organically tell, basically using this show to like to expose things that are happening in the real world. I mean, they, you know, for example, and they did this with, you know, Captain America, for example, with, with the first adventure. I mean, they used world war two. They used a real world event to like talk about the superhero and here in Ms. Marvel, they, they had the partition, but also in present day, the Muslim profiling mm-hmm. and, and just how they just naturally just wove it into the story. And, and then, you know, and then, you know, and the, the the supervisor to the damage control was like, you know, telling Agent Deaver stand down. But, you know, they set out from the when she walked into the mosque and didn't take her shoes off just to, you know, from from the very get she had she was locked in. And and we got the payoff in that on the back end with this. When when she, when they they went there looking for 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 Kamran and at, at, at the end of the in the finale. So even though the damage control wasn't like, you know, the universe ending threat of a Thanos, they, you know, this Agent Deaver was consistent with our discussions of themes of community and and threats. I mean, she was a threat to that community and they banded around them just to to protect Cameron and and Kamala when, when the moment, uh, when the moment called for it. Right. Which I think was a, was a great thing, and then you know, and also I thought about what you said, mentioned Peter and, and growing in her powers. I mean, that was the other thing too. Was like she, you know, when she's like said in Biggin, so that, that you know was a nice callback to the comic because she is a, a, a you know, at least the powers there are are polymorph, and so they did show how she could like shape shift a little bit. You know, again, it's you know, it's 
it's not ex- you know it's still a construct that they have like made her more like green lantern than 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 the polymorph that she is in the comic but you know it was a nice little touch and and then of course obviously setting up the setting up the marvels with her and carol switching places and uh can't wait to like see how the you know i guess i guess the marvels will start with kamala like wherever carol was like fighting whatever thing that she she was doing and, and but also like you know weaving in the Cree, which you know basically this basically confirms that the bangle is you know from the Cree. and yeah. and and i guess you know and then they throw it out there with the other bangle maybe captured by the british i mean you know we will either the ten rings you know they're tying all these things together in phase four and it's it's like a slow burn and there's like a lot of like things that you know, a lot of I know folks were kind of like gripe. You know, there has been a lot more griping about Phase Four, but I'm sort of I'm starting to see where Feige is going, and you know, yeah, you know, we'll reserve judgment on Phase Four because I still have to watch Thor. But I, I, I can't, you know, like we always say, Feige we trust, right? <laughs> right, right, absolutely. And on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me and and. Tell me that you also pointed to the screen when you heard the X-Men music whenever they exposed her as a, mu- a mutant uh, at Will M. Polk on Twitter, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. Okay, so follow me on Twitter <laughs> at SJ Belmont, but I'm just going to do this plug because I think this is hilarious and so cool. Um, if you're listening to this, please do, do me a favor and go to YouTube and search for A.T.'s cinematic trailer for the world movement this Mm. is a trailer that basically is a four minute feels like a movie trailer that's for a for an album okay so just watch it i i i've I've never seen anything like this before um and and yes i'm a fan of them but still um but all right um and please follow our crew on twitter at scene and nerd for us on facebook follow us on instagram and visit our website www.scenenerdpodcast.com but most importantly rate follow and comment on apple Podcasts, spotify youtube google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast good night geek out you're welcome